0: Well hi everyone. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us in this series of the daily equity practice. I'm uh, Carol Burton, your uh, Radiance Real Talk podcast host. And to wrap up where we are with this series, I invited Sarah McNally to come play and we've been in fantastic conversations. Um, this We're just having fun, so much fun. So hi Sarah, how are you? Hi, Carol. I am good. Hello, everyone.
1: Thanks so much for being in this conversation with me, Carol.
0: This has been a ride. I think I've learned so much uh, and, and just listening and, and hearing uh, both of our experiences as we walk through this journey of a daily equity practice has taught us a lot. Mm-hmm. And so we really wanted to share with you who we are, what we're, what we're all about, and, and then to really quickly deep dive into what we see are elements based upon uh, the areas that we've discussed uh, throughout this series where we talked about opting in, where we talked about adaptability, where we talked about accountability, uh, and what all of that means to really you know, create a, a powerful way of existence called a daily equity practice that can be used in so many ways. Uh, We focused on this series um, specifically on on race, on the allocation of racial equity. And we also have been tiptoeing around as well, like how equity looks in other facets of life and living as well, regardless if it's, you know, employee equity or community equity or, you know, the, the various other types of equities that are out there. So again, just really quick, my name is Carol Burden from Radiance Radiance Resources and you're a podcast host, obviously. And Sarah, can you introduce yourself, please?
1: yes uh, my name is sarah mcnally i'm the ceo of the people brand company which is a company i run where we drive the brand experience through to the employees so that they are aligned to the brand promises you're making to your customers since they're ultimately responsible for that and then i'm also the founder of a women's uh, networking group called lady boss virtual so very very happy to be in this conversation because it's very much related to
0: everything that I believe and stand for. Very cool, and thank you, Sarah. And uh, I'm uh, Carol Burton with Radiance Resources, where you know we have the opportunity to work with mid-level managers to be their best, um, not only uh, as who they are, as far as how they're growing within your organizations uh, in professional development, also their people uh, in the same realm. And we specifically concentrate on different equity practices, you know, for your daily operations as your people move through their lives to ensure that they're heard and they're valued and they do the best that they can. And so that's equity as well. Uh, I guess an employee equity. I actually have created this idea called communicative equity where it's an action because everything is based through communication. So, wanted just to really quick let you know who we were in our orientation of how we can, um, you know, support you and your success and and your efforts and what you're looking for. So, we'll have more information about us later on in this in this podcast episode. So, Sarah, shall we deep dive in? Let's deep dive in. All right, Evan. So, the uh, purpose of this episode is to really talk about what is a daily equity practice. What is that? actually look like so we had a fantastic introduction where we literally in the in the moment of the episode recording and you may want to go back to that foundation the very first one uh, for this episode we really talked about what we what we wanted to create and so we really in the moment said you know first of all we got to choose it that's the opt-in episode in the next episode, we were like, "You know how can we be accountable for it? what is that What does accountability really look like?" And then the third was like well okay if we if we choose it, we take responsibility for it, how do we adapt it into our lives? What does that really look like and so those are the three pillars, if you will, that we thought, well, maybe that those three angles of how we look at this, we really could figure out how to help you and help us to be frankly honest with you." create a daily equity practice from a personal perspective and then we can also obviously push it into all facets of our lives our financial perspectives you know what it would look like in the workplace how do we communicate with our family members how do we deal with covid what do we look like what like all of it every asset every facet of your life so Sarah and I, before we started recording, started talking about the elements of what a daily practice looks like. So we just want to go through that outline first, really quick. And Sarah's going to walk us through that, and then we'll actually create the elements itself of putting in equity in that daily practice process.
1: Yeah. Well, from an outline perspective, you know, when we think about a practice or when I think about a practice, practice is what we do to get good at something. And so, you know, when I I mentioned in the very first episode, how the daily equity, why the daily equity practice resonated with me, even though that's not what you didn't mean it from a personal perspective when we first talked about it, but I heard it that way because I have a daily practice, which is for me to get centered and aligned and i call it a practice because i think until i cross over in this life i will always need to practice getting centered and aligned i don't know unless i become you know a buddhist monk or something like that where i'm really doing it is my sole focus so practice is a there's an intentionality about it you know so it is having the intention to do something repeatedly and um, so having a daily equity practice or having a daily practice begins, I think, with the intention where well, you, you opt in. So I guess it begins with opting in. Right. And then you have the, um, what is my intention, which connects to what, why do I want it? I mean, which probably becomes comes before opting in. Like, why do I even care? And people who don't care probably aren't listening to this anymore anyway. Right, right. People who care are probably listening. So you care because it's important to you. There's something connected whether you have been able to define your purpose, which if you haven't, there's many, many resources and ways to do that. And that's a really powerful thing to do is to define your like why am I here what am I here to contribute in in the way that I teach it is it's about your contribution Um, I teach you know vision and purpose vision is about what I want what do I want to create and get from the world purpose is about what am I meant to contribute why am I here I've got gifts and talents expertise and experiences to contribute and so if being in this anti-racism equity conversation connects to your why, awesome. You're probably still listening. So you've got that. Then you get to opt in to how do, I, how do I activate and actively participate in this conversation? I'm gonna opt in. And then how do I hold myself accountable? I'm gonna have a daily equity practice. And um, that's gonna feel vulnerable that's going to bring up stuff, but that's part of the work. That's part of the commitment, and then the adaptability comes in because it's all about what is happening in someone else's life. Shoes that uh, helps me continue to adapt and evolve as a human being. So, um, so the, I think those that answers like why we do it, why it's important, and then. So there's different ways, you know, that we can think about practicing, you know, for, um, for me, uh, part of my practice is to journal, you know, I I, I journal daily, um, I was just sharing that I'm starting to do a new breathing technique called the Wim Hof breathing technique, you know, so there's different things that I bring into my practice to get aligned. And when it comes now to my equity practice, which I, and practicing, being in conversation with you, Carol, is part of my equity practice. Um, I have another coach that I have hired specifically to have coaching conversations around equity. Jesse Ross. Um, books I choose to read. Um, I've I've got you know for example I, I I bought all the books you know that a white person should be buying right now. White fragility you know, white supremacy in me, my grandmother's hands. I have those books. But the other thing I did, um, is cause actually when I read, I really read for ple- like my, to, uh, I read, I don't like to read so much, um, business books or, or serious books. I like to read for pleasure. So I like, you know, I read fiction. Sure. So one of the things that I did was, um, as I was looking for a new book a month ago, I intentionally thought, I'm going to intentionally look for books within the genre that I like, but uh, Black writers. I, ah. I want to read, I want, I mean, that's a way that I can practice intentionality, like, how, how do Black writers write about the genre I
0: like, you right, know? right.
1: And crime, you know, and and it's it was it's been amazing to read the the book that I've been reading. So um I'll pause there as just you know some examples of the of the daily equity practice.
0: So we're gonna take a quick break to share a little bit more about what we do. My name is Carol Burton, and I consider myself an agent of change. I have the honor to collaborate with company leaders and partner with managers to incorporate actionable equity practices daily in the workplace. I help organizations who are committed to the personal growth of their teams, improving company culture, and delivering true ROI for each team, department, and the organization overall. At the core of my work, I am focused on helping leaders adapt, sustain, and engage in their careers and helping organizations move toward a more equitable workplace culture. I believe ethics connects equity and adapting drives change. If you are looking to transform how your organization supports its leaders, engages in tough conversations, and nurtures diverse talent, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on all social media platforms, including LinkedIn under Carol Burton. I spelled my first name as C-A-R-O-L-E. I'm also on Twitter with Carol underscore Speaks and uh, Facebook and Instagram as Carol Burton Speaks. And also, you can always check out my website, radianceresources.org.
1: Hi, I'm Sarah McNally. I'm the CEO of the People Brand Company, an organization that aligns employees behind the brand promises that you are making to your customers because ultimately they are responsible for delivering on those promises so your people are your brand you can find more information at the and also for those professional women out there i run a group called lady boss virtual it's a networking group we meet every other friday for an hour to network connect and have elevated conversations you can find more information about that at ladybossvirtual.com welcome
0: back and I think the other thing that, thank you for sharing that. And that's great enlightenment. And it's a different way to learn to our conversation about culture and class, yeah, you know, and culturalism and classism within that whole piece as well, because then we get to see what different people's experiences, we get Absolutely. to understand how, you know, one person's view Um, I'm just going to throw a number out. During the 1960s, is a whole different person's view from a cultural perspective of another. And they could be living in the same town, sometimes in the same neighborhood, and have two different experiences. And we're seeing that more and more. The difference is we're seeing it more and more because we do have the platitudes, if you will, of social media, right? So there's something to think about as far as I mean, to me, that's the other piece is what my definition that you help, you know, that you you were so kind to literally, uh, you know, literally write while I was speaking, right, about equity being a balance, right, of ensuring that there is a level playing field to be seen, heard, and valued. So by you consciously making, as I call it, the opt-in commitment, after you make the opt-in choice, this is how you're committing, in this case, by finding authors of the genre that you like to learn about from different experiences and so that could apply to someone that is you know able that could apply to someone who's on the spectrum that could apply to someone who is uh, a veteran that can apply to someone you see what i mean so it's just not about color and race and culturalism it expands out even more so Um, so i think the other piece that i wanted to bring forth as far as the outline of a daily practice as well is the five Ws and the one H. I yeah. think that a lot of times we got we we need to, in my brain continuously shifting us back to the simplicities of five of the basics is so key to this. To and I remember when we talked in our initial the introduction um, conversation episode where we talked about you you mentioned the words. This is a a daily equity practice takes a complex conversation and simplifies it down. And I think that's the biggest thing. I think you talking about the breathing method is so important because again, that breaks it back down into simplicity so that, and it's not fragility. I'm not talking about fragility. I'm talking about the simplicity to then say, okay, how can I move through this? this complex conversation and really evoking the who, the what, the when, the where, and the why of all spaces as a personal level of our, you know, with the how really helps me say, okay, if I'm going to create this, this practice from a literal sense, then how does that, that to me, the five W's and the one H will help me be in trajectory into the more the 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 spiritual space the visceral space so that it becomes about what will well who am i in a daily practice what am i doing in a daily practice when do i do the daily practice so we're talking all the doing you know where do i do the daily practice but then we have the visceral of the why so that's the being yeah, And then again, I love- you have the doing of the, of the how, but then we can really separate the doing from the being. So then we can even say, even with the who, the what, the when, and the where, we can actually put that into a being, you know, when, am, who am I being? What am I being? Where am I being? And why am I being? Just as much as we can do, who am I doing? You know, you know what, who, you know, what am I doing? When am I doing? Where am I doing? Why am I doing? So we can take the being and the doing on both sides of the spectrum. And then this, of course the same thing was is how am I being, right? And how am I doing? You we can we can break it down that way too. And Absolutely. I think that could be really simple to tell the story.
1: Yeah. Well, I what I love about that is it, you know, it really it reminds me of really why I do my daily practice, Mm. because I have learned that in order to do most effectively in my life, I need to line up in my B. Mm. And so when I think about for myself in, in the, you know, in the As I've begun like really, really like since May of this year, since George Floyd's murder, as I have really begun my equity practice or my anti-racism work, um, there's a, a, a whole, you know, mixture of experiences with it, like a lot are just profoundly expansive and joyful and Um, so much gratitude for like the meeting people like you in the conversations and some of them are uh, hard and um, heartbreaking and sad and depressing and uh, guilt and there's a there's these lower feelings in it you know right one of the things that, you know, and this is what I know about myself, and this is how I immediately reacted. And I think, you know, based on some conversations with people that a lot of white people reacted after George Floyd's murder was, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Yeah. And became paralyzed in the experience of, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And so part of this, as you were just talking, really reminds us that this is the most impo- this is why having a daily equity practice is so important is because we have to line up in our be before we can do and sometimes the do doesn't actually look like much action externally
0: exactly you
1: know? and that's it is as important to sit you know, maybe it looks like one day in your practice, you're just reading. You are just yep. absorbing yep. information and perspectives, yep. and you know that's the do. And then maybe there are other days where, because of how aligned you are in your B, you get clear. Like, I- I'm gonna go attend a rally, or I'm gonna I'm gonna sign up for a, a webinar of someone. I, there's the do looks different,
0: right. but it- from an aligned place of being yes and I think that that is so important and and maybe that's and so we're we've given we're giving you uh elements just so you realize and we're talking in the moment believe it or not so (laughs) you know because of of this give and take right of of how we realize how we move through our lives what this looks like so thank you for saying that you know, we, it's, and so I think that's the reason why the, it's a choice. Mm -hmm. So it's really taking that first step Mm -hmm. to say, this is important enough for me to opt in. Yes. Then when we move it from understanding our why, our purpose, then we infuse our why throughout all of this. Okay. So interesting. So then if we say we choose it, then we breathe it, then we do our five W's and our one H, mm-hmm. okay, then, then what?
1: Well, then, I mean, I, you know, I would say then we, um, then we listen, ah. you know, then we listen, we listen, sure. we listen to our own inner voice of what, what, you know, the wisdom that says, um, this is the action to take. Uh, And then maybe there's literally, we are listening to someone, we are really hearing someone with all of our senses and listening to another experience, maybe we are listening to our discomfort and what that is bringing up for us. Um, Because, you know, it's going to continue to come back to you just said it, I'm going to opt in because this is important. And it's like, I'm going to opt in because I am important enough to do this work because it's about you know it is essentially about others in terms of you know whether we are wanting to understand the black experience whether we're wanting to understand whatever other experience other than us but it is ultimately about ourselves and our expansion and our awareness and what it's going to bring up in us, but ultimately heal as well, you know? So obviously we, we end up taking a very spiritual perspective about these things because sure. that's our, you know, I think we have a, a, an aligned lens on the world there, yeah. but that's what I would say comes next is to listen.
0: Yeah, because that helps us continuing to be in the be, and, and then the do the being Mm -hmm. and the doing. Yeah. And you're right. I think that if we're listening in who we are being, if we're listening in the being of others, the answer will come to be what is the action. Yeah. And I think that that is part of the healing. Yeah. In this case. Okay. So I made sure to write them down, choosing commit. We use the five, we breathe, we use the five W's and the H we actively listen. We listen through our being and then our doing to, for the healing. Okay. Got it. And so I created, um, a, um, a 15 or a 17 minute talk about the act of series. Mm. And I, and I called it literally act ACT space OV rather, um, act of series And it encompasses my idea of active listening, Mm. active observing, active, you know, active observation, active reflection Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: active hope. Mm. And they're all in, they're all in action, but they're all actively moving whatever that element is. So for me, it's active listening is a concept that I developed for me of not only am I present, 100% engaged or as best as I can be, I'm also listening for what is not being said. I'm yeah. also observing what is not, what is not what is being shown in front of me, as well as how I'm viscerally in taking that in. And then I'm reflecting upon what I'm actively hearing, what I'm actively observing And hence with active hope, that's the actual motion for the change to occur or for the impact and the imprint to come up. Mm -hmm. As far as my responsibility of if I'm listening, if I'm observing, that's the responsibility to then reflect upon what do I do with it now that I've observed, now that I've listened, so then I can actively move it into an action
1: Oh, that's so powerful. I mean, that's it right there, you know? I mean, that's that's it right there. And, of course, active hope is just, uh, it's a beautiful way to talk about it.
0: Yeah. Because, for me, hope is great. But if there's no juju behind it, yeah, it just sits there. Yeah. You know, it just sits, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, And so, i if you ever get a chance, if you ever wish to, folks, you know, go back and listen to that one. And I actually will be doing a four part, and I'll go to, I'm going to go into further detail. And I think it's time for me to actually record that, those mm-hmm. four elements. I think it's time. I think, I think we're ready for those, those, that deeper conversation. And um, because it's a matter of us, we've all chosen, we're all listening, we're all observing it's time for the act of hope to show up because so many people are being called to be different than what they assumed they would be doing at this time in their lives. Yeah, And it's purely because of the changes that are happening externally, the environment and how we are choosing to act or respond or both. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be the other part of that is how do we, you know, in that being in the doing, so being and doing to me is actually moving through all of this right when we choose it when we commit it when we listen to it and when and and when we and when we heal it and healing through our breathing you know and so for me how simple is that yeah exactly it's so simple well that's the whole point right it's like this isn't about
1: uh adding you know when when i have spoken to people prior to using the language of a daily equity practice but when i have spoken about having a daily practice uh it is you, you start simple i mean this isn't about you know adding complexity to your life in fact the whole point of this is that it ends up when you get to when you have a practice of alignment when the whole, when the practice is about your beingness it it's to make life easier Got you know it. so it can begin small you know it can begin with five minutes it can it can begin with all the things that we've said now in this segment it can if you don't know your five w's and your one in your h it can begin there you know oh, yeah you know? if you need to do some reflection about, you know, why are you here? What's your purpose? There's so many resources out there, you know, I mean, they could ping either one of us and we could help them get to that. Absolutely.
0: You know? Um, so you just begin. And maybe it's beginning with breathing. Hmm. Yeah. And drinking water. Yeah. And getting sleep. Yes. It might be, that rudimentary for you to remember the basics Mm -hmm. and to live through the basics to move through the complexity and i think sarah that's i think that's what both of us do with our work we always start clients off with is what's your vision yeah what do you want to see i'm not going to walk in front of you i'm not going to walk behind you in our work, we walk beside you, real simple. This is, not, this is not complex. And I think in our own way, we then, and I'm interjecting. So I'm projecting and interjecting. I'm doing both right now. I think in our own way, from different lenses of perspective, we walk with you because you know what you want. You know what you're responsible for. All we're here to do I think in this series and in life for each other is to literally support each other, collaborate, to help each other fulfill our life's purpose. At least that's my personal mission statement that I've created for myself. Mm -hmm. And so this element, this series, I believe has helped all of us. I've learned so much from you, Sarah. It's incredible. So thank you for teaching me language that I didn't even know about. So thank you for (laughs) opening up my eyes. I had no idea. Oh my gosh, vice versa. I mean, this has
1: been such a, we've absolutely, we have walked together on this. And and I think that we have a shared belief that we are the creator of our lives. And that is one one of the most empowering places to be. And I know that perspective saved my life, that Mm. I am can create my life through my thoughts and beliefs and my perspective on the world. I have control over that. That's right. the only thing I have control over. Exactly. So that's what all of this is about as well. Yeah. You know, is that there's going to be, so, there's going to be things always, always external that is chaotic and scary. And, and we don't know what it, what it means and, and, and how to participate, but we do have the ability to center And understand why we're, what we're thinking about and how that's making us feel.
0: And we actually create what will come. So as a human race, we are, there is a great need for us to be in balance, conscious, consistent balance for us to do this movement. For us to continue Mm -hmm. to move through whatever we're moving through as a society, Mm -hmm. as a global community, Mm -hmm. wherever people are, and working together in a collaborative centered way, going back to the, my definition of equity, moving from the me into the we, and knowing that I will be taken care of in the we. Exactly. So that's great. Wow. Wow. Well, Sarah, I think that, I think we're done. I think we're done with this part of this series. I think so too. And just to let you all know, Sarah and I are going to, we're seriously considering doing a a part two series to go a little bit deeper into the darker sides of what we're talking about with equity. So if you're interested in that, let us know, let me know, drop a comment, send me a note on LinkedIn You'll find us. We're everywhere. Again, my name is Carol Burton from Radiance Resources. Um, like I said, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on the book on Facebook, on IG, and on Twitter. Um, and I'm under Carol Burton or Carol Burton Speaks in the social media spaces. My website is radianceresources.org. And Sarah, how can we find you?
1: Um, uh, the People Brand Company is the thepeoplebrandcompany.com. And Lady Boss Virtual is ladybossvirtual.com. I'm active on LinkedIn, beginning my Instagram journey. So don't hold me too accountable for that yet. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where you can find me. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you, everyone. Um, I, I hope that you all got as much, if not more, than what we did. Uh, and thank you for allowing us to be part of your journey, because that's what the whole point of Radiance Real Talk is. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You all have a great one, and uh, we'll see you next time. Talk thank to you. you. Thanks, Carol. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Bye.